London has been found safe after disappearing for months, a relative announced Wednesday night. The Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, and happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for January the 5th in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country. To do so on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers, we use the supreme law of the land, the Constitution, we also use the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, and we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast. Hope you're all doing absolutely fantastic. Yesterday was a two-hour barn burner broadcast. Myself, along with James Edwards, thepoliticalcesspool.org, is his website, an award-winning broadcast every Saturday night or at your convenience on demand, thepoliticalcesspool.org. We talked about mating with shorter people is a step towards a greener planet, they claim, since smaller individuals are inherent conservationists, the New York Times op-ed claims. Shame on these goofballs. They're nuts. They're crazy, folks. A new study wants to label meat as called high climate impact. The goal to reduce consumption, they say. I'm, I'm telling you, these people have lost their minds. It's insanity. I think they ought to put on meat good for your soul, good nutrients, great tasting, you know, this kind of stuff. But there you have it. No speaker chosen. Uh, House adjourns. Kevin McCarthy lost three rounds of voting. House must keep voting until a speaker is selected. You have AOC hanging out with Republicans. Talking to Matt Gates, Paul Gozar, what do they talk about? Well, Republican Pennsylvania Rep. Brian Fitzpatrick said that an alternative candidate should come from outside of the House. Amen to that reality check. Trump declines to say whether he'll continue to endorse Kevin McCarthy for speaker, but then he decided to speak up and said, please, please back Kevin. We got to back Kevin. Shame on Donald. What a disgrace that is for somebody who claims he wants to drain the swamp. Jim Jordan continues to gain votes. Will he be the choice for the speaker? I doubt it. George Santos, Republican, spent his first day as an outcast. So who had a worse day, McCarthy or Santos? Hard to say, but but McConnell celebrates milestone. Longest serving swamp monster. Got to get rid of that guy. He also appears with Joe Biden. What a disgrace while the House is trying to figure out what they're going to do. Patty Stockman, wife of former Congressman Steve Stockman, was with us. FBI agent pleads guilty, destroying evidence. Yeah, the former state of Arkansas Senator John Woods being unfairly attacked. Anyway, West Point to remove Confederate monuments. Donald Trump Jr. signs big deal seven figures to do a new podcast on Rumble. See, I've been around here forever, and I can't get a penny. This guy gets seven figures on his dad's name, right? 
prepare to be triggered by Donald Trump, says the New York Times. And uh, Hope Hicks, the shamed leader for Donald Trump in the past, betrayed us, that's for sure. She claims January 6th made Trump supporters look like terrorists. Shame on you, Hope. We don't look like terrorists. That's what the enemies have tried to make it look like. You should stand up for the truth rather than withering under the gaze of an extremist that's telling lies after lies. Steve King, though, stood up. Good for him. He did a great job, in my opinion. He uh, basically explained to us how this all works, really, and good on him for doing so, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Now Kevin McCarthy's speaker bid blocked for the sixth time in a row. Unprecedented. Two days in a row. Three votes per day. Kevin fails, 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 fails. That's right, six fails. And what the mainstream press is blames the holdout 20-plus Republicans that are conservative. They claim they're the hard right, acting like they're the ones making a shame of the House. Joe Biden and others saying what a shame this is. Mitch McConnell, meanwhile, appearing with Joe Biden. Shame on both of them. Shame on Donald for backing Kevin. Shame on Kevin for trying to stay there when, look, after six votes, hey, Kevin, listen up, buddy. Hey, Kevin, are you that greedy for power? Are you that derelict in your duty? Shame on you, sir. Don't you know that we don't want you as Speaker of the House? Can't you get that through your thick skull, Kevin? I don't mean to be so bold and belligerent and in people's faces on this, but come on, after six votes, don't you get that you're not the guy? How many votes does it take to say you're not the guy? Even if you somehow twist enough arms and manipulate enough people and somehow force your way and become the guy, Kevin, is that the way you want to start out? The return of the Republicans? Is that what you want to do, Kevin? So I say shame on the Donald for backing and pushing for Kevin. Look, six times Donald. We say through our representatives, we don't want Kevin. Do you understand that, dear Donnie? Do you get that, my friend? Somehow you guys can't get this through your thick heads. We don't want same, same in Washington. We don't. We want change. Not the kind of change Brock stood for. We want lasting constitutional restoration. We want solutions. And it doesn't start with caving to the greedy Speaker of the House who failed us before, who nobody can trust, who flip-flops on everything and compromises, says one thing to one group and another thing to another group. We don't want the George Santos mentality of lying and deceiving to worm your way to the top, you goons. We don't want that anymore. Do you read me loud and clear, Donald Trump, Kevin McCarthy, and all you political wonk deep state thugs that want to go ahead and just force your agenda on the rest of us? We don't want that. I don't know how many times we have to tell you we're already at six and we're starting at what, noon today for more? Why blame the 20 plus people that do not want Kevin? They represent their constituents of hundreds of thousands of Americans that do not want the status quo. Do you understand? Yes, I'm repeating myself. Why? Because these goons at the top don't get it. Even Steve King 
came on the radio and said, yeah, we don't want this, right? So I don't know what more we need to do or how we can stop these thugs, but you got to pull these greedy thugs from the House and Senate with a block and tackle, don't you? And it is sickening. Right? It is sickening. We're done with it. Okay? We don't want it. Now, is Kevin McCarthy that greedy for power that he just can't let go? Everybody who's a deep stater wants Kevin McCarthy. Now, we've been debating, me and James and me and other people, for quite some time about Donald Trump's deep state status. He's either deep state or he's so surrounded by deep state operatives that he can't see straight, folks. Okay, I don't mean to be rude, but we don't want Kevin McCarthy. We don't want a Speaker of the House that absolutely shuts down the Republicans every time they want to move on something. Remember, it was the Speaker of the House and some of these goons that prevented us from rejecting Obamacare entirely, right? This is what we're talking about, folks. Okay? And I don't know how to make it more bold. I don't know how to get in their face more clearly than I've already done. But Kevin McCarthy, your spid or your speaker bid has been blocked six times now. Now it even gets worse because speaker vote gets crazy after alcohol accusation. This is crazy. Republican representative, her name is Kat Kamek. I think is how you say it. Uh, CC is what I call her because it's like C and then C. CC said there was popcorn. Alcohol and blankets on the Democratic side of the chamber. Okay, is that true or not? Well, they rioted and said, how dare you say that? Take her words down. Yeah, you thugs on the Democratic side. Go ahead and just violate her free speech. Just take her speech down. Shut her down. And then pretend we got America while you guys are in bed with McCarthy and crew to absolutely stall the house. Now you run around over and over and over with your greedy seek for power and Kevin McCarthy along with Donald Trump and everybody else uh, holding on, blaming the 20-plus Republicans that don't want you thugs. And now you say, well, by golly, uh, it becomes a national security concern. We can't get the security briefs and run the country because we're being held up by these Republicans. No, you're being held up by Kevin McCarthy and the deep state goons that support Kevin and uh, Donald Trump and everybody else. As soon as you step down, Kevin, and we can find a speaker that we can trust, they will vote him in and we'll move forward, okay? The block is not the 20-plus Republicans. The national security crisis is because deep state Kevin McCarthy, backed by Donald Trump, will not let go of power. That is the problem. Call a spade a spade and do it and do it quickly. But if there is alcohol on that side of the aisle or on the, quote, Democrat side of the chamber, my question for you is, Hey, is that allowed? And let's tell the truth. Either this Republican, Rep. Kat Kamek, is lying, and they don't need to take her speech down. They just need to basically document that she's lying. And or she's telling the truth. We need to let the truth stand, not let the goons shut down her free speech. You follow? (laughs) All right. Hang tight. I'm Sam Bushman. Liberty Roundtable Live.
The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Ladies and gentlemen, Brian Rust with us, rustcreditgift.com. you got a friend in the coin business. Welcome back, sir. Glad you're feeling better. Yeah, thanks, Sam. Glad to be with you this morning. Kevin, or, I mean, Kelly, week. welcome, sir. Thank you very much. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Brian. All right, rustcreditgift.com, ladies and gentlemen. There's so much to cover. We'll get into the economic update in a second, but I'm talking about Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy had his speaker bid blocked for the sixth time in a row, three on Tuesday, three on Wednesday. The mainstream press likes to say, oh, man, these whacked-out conservative right-wing 20 are the problem. They can't even run the country anymore because they can't get the security briefs because no one's sworn in yet, and it's a national security brief uh, breach. But the, the problem that I'm having is they're blaming the 20 who represent millions of Americans who say, we don't want the status quo. We're done with that. We don't want a speaker that will shut everybody down and cause all the problems that we've seen over the last couple of decades when the Republicans promise uh, significant solutions and then they get shut down by their leadership. They're done with that deep state narrative, so they're pushing back. What I find fascinating is instead of um, the mainstream press calling a spade a spade, they're deceiving the people once again, Brian and Kelly. What they're saying is, hey, you know what, these 20 upstarts are crazy, uh, they're putting the national security uh, situation uh, in play where the country's at risk and, wow, it's a big problem. No, no, no. Why don't they look at Kevin and say, Kevin, six times you have been told in no uncertain terms that you are not wanted as Speaker of the House. Donald Trump 
who backed Kevin McCarthy and pled yesterday for Kevin McCarthy to be elected. Donald, Kevin, you deep state thugs, don't you get it? We don't want you. So why are we letting these two have their way and blaming it on the, quote, 20, when the truth is we don't want them? And it's, it, it's the Kevin McCarthy's of the world that are trying to hang on to power. This greedy, you got to pull him out with a block and tackle, Brian. It's nuts. Yeah, you're, you're exactly right. They throw a little tantrum here. They keep throwing this tantrum, and they, and they get the, the, let the media against them and, and so on, and they are with them and, and throw it against these Republicans who are trying to block. And, and hey, look. It's evident. I mean, we, we we don't want you in there, and they keep saying, but, boy, they're trying to change the narrative and change the rules again, and let's get – yeah, I mean, it's it's a crock, and I think it's important that they they take a stand here and keep fighting because this this could this is what we need to have happen. Um, Kelly? Well, you know what's sad? I live in Utah. Not one of the four congressmen in Utah is amongst those 20. And in fact, John right. Curtis has come out and said, this is embarrassing. No, John Curtis, you're embarrassing. These guys are standing up for, for something that we all really want. And, and, and to sit there and say that, you know, they all just want their chance to be able to move up. That's all it is now. Once they get back there and they drink the Kool-Aid, it's like, yep, this is what I want for me. So, you know, Santos is, is the dream for them. But I guess they said he had a worse day than... And McCarthy, he was kind of persona non grata. But this is a joke. This just needs to move on. Just pull out. Be the bigger man. Now's not the time. Prove yourself later. Well, and realize we just don't want you is the problem. Okay, when 20-plus people, that's a significant number, get together and say we don't want you. And now they're saying, well, who should we consider for Speaker of the House? I named several people over the last couple of days. Uh, Who do you think we ought to have as Speaker of the House, Kelly? Um, well, I like Jordan. I mean, Jordan's there, and you know what you're going to get, you know. Um, unfortunately, we don't have a Louis Gohmert anymore or a Trey Gowdy. Uh, I don't remember if Trey was a senator or not, but guys like that that, you know, you can trust on what they're going to tell you. McCarthy's been, been heard, recorded, saying stuff that goes against anything he comes out publicly and says. And so, he, yeah, Jordan, I, I haven't heard that happen yet with him. Uh, Brian, who do you think ought to be Speaker of the House? Yeah, I think Kelly kind of, you know, put it, uh, you know, lifted some names there. I, you know, it's, I, I just think it's just embarrassing that uh, that they keep pushing this agenda, and and, and our congressmen, our, our you know, our senator, they don't they don't want to step up and and uh, and and listen to the people. I mean, the people as well don't want him, and yet. I mean, what do we have to do? Do we another rally in Washington D.C. and saying, "Yeah, we're tired of you, you making the decisions for all of us when we don't want it," and we're grateful for a few that are starting to stand up for what the people want, and uh, and I, I, that's that's the embarrassing thing is is uh, they just turn a blind, they just turn it away from the people. It's like Mitt. Mitt doesn't, you know, he doesn't have my vote or, or my opinion. He, he does what he wants to do. He's part of that good old boy club back there and, and we're definitely seeing it right now i personally would love to see something historic which would be let's elect somebody outside of the chambers okay there's no law there's no rule constitutionally that somebody has to be picked from congress so you know what think about it this way you get another kind of 
I don't know what you want to say, recommended slash elected through your representatives as they vote for an outsider. I think that would be brilliant and a real solution. Somebody who could work together for the common good of America, work together for solutions, work together for, you know, bridge both sides of the aisle. Somebody from outside of the chambers, I think, would be a good move. I don't know that they're really looking at that seriously, but they ought to be, Brian. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I, I'm, I'll bet they're not looking at that because they're not part of the, the little the group here. We don't want to disrupt this group. We've got a good thing going. We make a lot of money. We, you know, money's coming into us. Uh, we can do whatever we want. So yeah, I think that'd be great. Let's mix it up. I say they got a bad thing going. They're stalemated. They've got the American people looking at them at an all-time low. The deep state has abused us for long enough. Yeah. That's my response, uh, Kelly. I, I think they just assume that people don't care and don't know, and I think that they're probably not far off on that, unfortunately. And I was just reading about the 20 that have voted against them, and they've all voted for Jordan, every one of them. So that kind of tells you, hey, you know what? You guys want to compromise? Come over to our side. But I like the idea of taking somebody that isn't from the House. And also, I was reading the only thing that's allowed on the House floor is water. On the Senate floor, yeah. So they've been bringing some alcohol and popcorn and blankets yeah. over there on the Democratic yeah, side of such. And... That vodka looks a lot like water. So <laughs> Russia, uh, Russia vodka, <laughs> Russian hey, you, vodka. That's a you, Russian conspiracy right there. You heard of water oh, with gas, right? Have you guys heard of that over in Europe? Water with gas. Oh, is that right? Is that what... you know? You know about that? Uh, that? If you go to if you go into Europe and you ask for water, they give you. Um, like seltzer water. They give you carbonated water. You've got to ask for water oh. without gas to get regular water. Okay? Well, anyway, so they got water with gas over in Europe, but it, hey, in America, man, we just got uh, vodka water, you know? <laughs> Some call it the pure water, Kelly. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it, it kills all the bacteria. So. Yeah, we're just to trying to get rid of COVID it. around here. There. <laughs> <laughs> COVID right. whiskey going on. No, it's just insane that we're – look, no offense, but I agree with a lot of the folks saying this is an embarrassment. It's not an embarrassment that we are um, standing up for change or standing up for solutions. What's embarrassing is this attempt to pretend we're the bad guys or we're the enemy or we're the embarrassment. What a disgrace when one guy, Kevin McCarthy, after six rounds and two days and now security concerns won't let go. And that the deep state wants to blame it on the conservative guys while they celebrate the melee with alcohol. What a disgrace for the country. Those are the disgraceful, uh, in my opinion, uh, issues we're seeing. It isn't that a few people are saying, no, we don't want to vote for somebody that we don't want to keep. That's not the embarrassment part. Um, what do you say to that, though, uh, Brian? Well, it's, 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 absolutely, it's ridiculous is what it is. I mean, he, he comes out, he erupts and says oh we're so close these few here are really standing in our way we're so close so close to what i mean we don't want you in there They're, so close to a, him twisting you know, enough arms to force his way and that's my point yeah, even if you force yeah. that to happen and eventually you win all that does is create greater embarrassment that we cannot change the game no matter how many people want the change well and, that, and, and that's right and and then then you've got these 20 others are they blackballed? 
anything they want to do when they all oh, gosh they didn't agree with oh, that, that see and that's that's what i mean it's just yeah, the they're the ones that lost the Car- yeah. McCarthy fiasco back in the day, yeah. you know. Right, Kelly, well, those, you know, those guys. Well, and the, the belief is that, hey, if I put in my time, then I'm due, you know, I'm owed this, this position or whatever. And that's the whole deal with it. These 20 for one vote for fun should just say uh, Nancy Pelosi. Just for fun, all 20 of them, Nancy Pelosi against him. And watch what happens and say, well, you wanted to compromise. We just tried right now. <laughs> yeah, good idea. But I think there's a lot of people. What about what about um, Ben Carson for Speaker of the House? Yeah. Yeah, let's I talk like about it. it. I got a few more names on my list, ladies and gentlemen. We'll talk about a couple of them. We'll do it all in seconds. You are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. Claiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. Eight family members, five of them children, were found slain from gunshot wounds in a southern Utah home Wednesday, according to authorities who did not provide more details. The victims were found when police did a welfare check at a residence in Enoch. Enoch is a small town of about 8,000 people, located about an hour's drive northeast of St. George, Utah. The man accused of killing four University of Idaho students arrived in Moscow, Idaho on Wednesday for booking. Brian Koberger is now in the Latak County Jail. He's in isolation and continues to show no emotion, according to a police officer in Latak County. No bond, no visitation, no phone calls are the rules. With his hearing expected to be today, a specific time was not given. Pope Francis presided over the funeral of his predecessor, Pope Benedict XVI, on Thursday in a grand ceremony. should be noted the bridge maker did not focus on Benedict's life or accomplishments and mainly read scripture. A celebrated rapper has been found after he went missing. Rapper Theophilus London has been found safe after disappearing for months, a relative announced Wednesday night. The rapper's cousin, Mikhail Noel, posted on Instagram, We have found Theo. He is safe and well. At this time, the family would love prayers and privacy. Thank you all. The post didn't provide details of where London has been found, where he had been, or why he hadn't contacted his family, which filed a missing persons report with Los Angeles police last week and asked for the public's help in finding him. London's family and friends have said they believe someone last spoke to the musician in July in Los Angeles. London 35 posted prolifically on Instagram, but his late posts also came in July. An LAPD news release on December 28th said London was last seen in the Skid Row area in October and his family had completely lost contact with him. I'm Julio Flores. Congress convenes at 12 noon today to try to elect a Speaker of the House after many failed attempts. This is USA News. Streaming on Peacock. Fellas, I'm getting married. From the creator of The Best Man and The Best Man Holiday. Come with us to Quinn's wedding. Guaranteed to put a smile on your face. An executive producer of Insecure. They want to make unfinished business into a movie. That book caused a lot of drama. Get your popcorn ready. Bring me a higher love. just like old times, only better. The Best Man, The Final Chapters. A new limited series. Streaming now, only on Peacock. Let's get lit! 
Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store? But then when you go to use it, it's not very absorbent? That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. The six-piece towel set includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. And right now you can receive a six-piece set for only $39.98 with promo code USA. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, and enter promo code USA. Or call 800-951-8175. That's MyPillow.com, promo code USA. Carton might be a good speaker of the house there. Uh, you know what? There's several other people that ran for president uh, back in the day that might be good speakers of the house. There's several state leaders that might be great speakers of the house. What if you had a Dr. Scott Bradley be speaker of the house, gentlemen? Good idea. Yeah. You know, see, there's so many options that we have. Why do we limit ourselves? While the disgrace happens, and it's not the disgrace the mainstream press points to, it's the disgrace that Kevin won't let go of power and Donald's backing Kevin. For what reason? I cannot figure out. It's insane. Nevertheless, while they drink alcohol on the other side of the aisle and mock us, when I say us, I mean uh, America, because they're not mocking really Republicans. They think they are. But what they're mocking is the process that our founders put in place to regulate uh, the leaders, the, the two, um, the House and the Senate, the two bodies, if you will, the two chambers. Uh, they're disgracing and mocking that. But while that happens, Biden appears with McConnell. McConnell celebrates he's been in the Senate longer than anybody now. And now Biden with McConnell promotes, quote, compromises. Uh, while there's divisions in the GOP, this alone is a mockery. Ladies and gentlemen, the deep state are thumbing their nose at all of us. Uh, Kelly? I was going to say that the uh, Republicans seem to follow the French in how to compromise. Put your hands up and surrender, you know. And, and, that's, and, and I hate to say it, but that's exactly what they do. Instead of leading, they, they talk big until, you know, the, the light shines on them and then they scurry like roaches. Sad but factual. All right, uh Brian, let's talk about where gold's sitting. Uh, gold is eighteen thirty-eight sixty. Thirty-eight sixty. That's up a little bit, right? Up, up a little. Still climbing a little. Sure. Eighteen thirty-eight sixty, ladies and gentlemen. Silver. Twenty-three forty-six. And that's down a little bit, I guess, uh, from what I remember. Wow. Yeah, it okay, there you have it. Yeah. So what do you think that means then? Are people realizing the inflation is just too abusive? Are they hoping for a better uh, outcome with who got elected and the new start for the new um, Congress? What, what do you think is kind of attributing for this slight dip in manipulation? Because the stock market dropped the chunk, didn't it, and then came back up? Yeah, yeah I, you know, I think that, uh, it, you know, we go in, we go as, as, as we're going. I mean, those people that are kind of tuned in to kind of, uh, an asset that protects paper. I mean, they're you know we those people are still continuing to put their money into a into the into the metals. Uh, those that want to just buy paper, buy the paper. It seems and so on. But but metal protects paper, so it's important that you know you have you know we're saying you know diversify your portfolio and, and don't get caught. So when one's going down, the others uh, you know eventually when it hits the fan should have metal. 
You got that right. Here's my headline, the U.S. economy. And then I'm going to put a colon here. Enters recession. Inflation continues. Stagflation returns. Unemployment hitting new highs. And isn't that all we're really seeing, guys? What do you say, Kelly? Well, I'm, you know, it, things are, are looking, quote, unquote, better. And I think the inflation has slowed down a bit, which those are only going to help gold and silver. You know, people think that inflation makes them go up, but it's actually the other way around. And I, I think that. Hold on. I want you to stop to, and explain that so people know exactly what you're saying. Uh, this is important. Well, Kelly. well, generally, when inflation hits hard, the metal, you know, it's not like an inverse relationship. Uh, the metals are kind of a, a follower <clears throat> of what's going on. So if inflation goes down, it doesn't mean that the metals are going to necessarily pop right up. You know, they, they're kind of behind on exactly what's going on. So it's almost more opposite because by the time the one thing happens and the next thing's around, gold's starting to react to it. So gold's one of those yeah, let me Let me say it this away. way. The truth may grind slowly but the truth shall come out the lies run fast and run ahead of the truth kelly yeah exactly and so the one thing with with gold and silver is really buy it when you can get it and uh you know don't don't worry about the price um i and i tell people all the time i don't buy i don't price precious metals in dollars i price it in gallons of gasoline and a real commodity <laughs> So. Yeah, gallons of gas or food or whatever you really need in the real world, uh, the medium of exchange is the discussion point, uh, Brian. Yeah, but uh, Kelly's David right on, about that. Go ahead, Kelly. I said David Lynn on, on uh, Kitco, he, he calls it the Big Mac index, and he prices gold in Big Macs. How many Big Macs can I buy for an ounce of gold? And he says yeah. it, holds, it holds really, really tight. Brian, makes sense to me. Well, you can see that you can see it. I mean, you know, I'm more of a visual. So, I mean, if that, like, you know, Kelly, you, you know, would always, you know, he says that, you know, I remember when you could buy a, a gallon of gas for a quarter. Well, you still can buy a gallon of gas with that silver quarter today. So, you, visually, I can see that, you know. And, and uh, what's it costing me at the grocery store? What's what's it costing me as, at, at fuel or housing or vehicles? If I buy a new vehicle, I mean, it's it's, you know, it's, it's crazy. So, you know, and, they, and, and, and we're seeing these, the, the debt, the debt for a house or a vehicle, you know, now that, you know, people are paying $1,000 a month and maybe it's, it's, they, we get longer months to pay it off. I mean, it's, we're, we're, we're kind of binding our ability to, you know, make it because, you know, our, our paycheck or whatever just doesn't cover now the cost of food and, 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 uh, you know, running the furnace or, you know, heat and electricity and all the other things that are piled on top. But, uh, you know, so, yeah, it's important, if, you know, that we we in, we take care of our money and, and, and you know, buy things that, that have value. I mean, have, you know, put away money that has value. Yeah, Big Mac prices measured in gold. I like that. How many Big Macs can you get with an ounce of gold right now? Let's say gold's 1,800 Big Macs or what, like four <laughs> bucks or something like that. What do you get, 450 Big Macs, man? Is that what you end up with, Kelly? I don't know. I don't follow up that. 
but it's funny to watch him do that. Uh, I just think it's incredible. It really makes the point, doesn't it? Yeah, you probably think yeah, they'll think cause they can print as many dollars or type in as many zeros as they need to. So that that really is irrelevant. But let's talk about real world stuff that you deal with. Well, and then you, you, they'll bring back the commercial, that two all-beef patty special sauce, lettuce, cheese, onion, all that, right? Isn't that coming and back? A, and at the end, they'll go, and they'll stop, and they'll pause, <laughs> and they'll go, and a big ounce of gold. <laughs> Brian sounded like uh, Joe Biden there. You, you know the deal. You know the deal. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> So Big Macs compared to gold is certainly a fascinating concept. But you know what? People are seriously worried about the economy, though. Amazon's so concerned about the future, they're going to eliminate 18,000 corporate and technology jobs. They say employees in human resources have also been given buyouts, offers, so they don't have to lay those off. So they're going to get rid of 18,000 people straight up. Uh, it's only 6% of their workforce. And then they're going to beg everybody else to, like, resign and get a get kind of a stipend to bail uh, or whatever you want to call it. Um, uh, what, what do you say to that, though? Doesn't that spell trouble for the economy? When, when Look, Amazon, of all people, and in the high-tech sector, I thought that was supposed to save us. Back in the day when they mocked Ross Pro, that was the, the, the headline. Now, 18,000 jobs, that's a lot of jobs, even though you can say it's only 6% of their workforce. 18,000 families is the way you got to look at it, uh, Brian. Well, you know, I think a couple things on this, you know, these tech firms, you know, most of the, that's where the job cuts are happening, you know, because they, a lot of these tech firms, they try to build their business up and, and they hire all these people and make it, you know, all these things happening. But realistically, they're looking to sell their business and, and capitalize on all the, the return on their money for the, the uh, ones holding the, you know, the, the, the top chain, I guess, of, of, of those companies. But I, you know what, Bloomberg or somebody, they were saying job claims decreased by 19,000, surprising the market. What a crock. I mean, they they just changed the rules like we've talked about in the past. So, I mean, they don't look at all the aspects, and that's that's what I, I want to see everything because I there again, that visual, uh, here's the whole truth. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe job claims decreased, but realistically it hasn't decreased at all. Uh, we're still – you know, there's we're you know a lot more jobs lost than than it was before. But let's just change the rules. But that's what's happening. I mean, sad to see say, but uh, I know a lot of people that lost their jobs here over that Christmas holiday who were tech people. So, oh, it's brutal. Sad. By the way, one ounce silver eagle, silver dollar, and buy yourself seven Big Macs there. Just thought you should know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy town. I got a whole lot more, Kelly. Brian, Sam, we're talking about rustcoiningift.com. You got a friend in the honest money business. Hang tight. You're listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. As you all know, Roe versus Wade has resulted in some of the most permissive abortion laws anywhere in the world. For example, in the United States, it's one of only seven countries to allow elective late-term abortions, along with China, North Korea, and others. Right now, in a number of states, the laws allow a baby to be born from his or her mother's womb 
in the ninth month. It is wrong. It has to change. Americans are more and more pro-life. You see that all the time. In fact, only 12 percent of Americans support abortion on demand at any time. Under my administration, we will always defend the very first right in the Declaration of Independence, and that is the right to life. Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. All right, man, I've been so intrigued by Kelly bringing up this Big Mac comparison that I got a little bit of information for you, ladies and gentlemen. The world was changed in 1967. Yeah, that's when I was born. Darn right. And that's also when the Big Mac came out. How much do you think a Big Mac cost in 1967 when I was born? Uh, Do you know, Brian? Kelly? I'm going to guess 59 cents. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd, I'd be in that market, 69 cents. I don't know. All right, started out at 45 cents back in 1967 when I was born. Now I got details on how much the average Big Mac costs. It's $3.99. I said four bucks. I was a penny off. But I want you to guess where the most expensive Big Macs are sold. In the United States, of course. Any guesses? New York? New York City. Ah, Hawaii. $5.31, people. Where do you think the cheapest Big Mac is sold? Um, I don't Wyoming. Know. Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many Big Macs are sold every year? Any idea, gentlemen? I think it's the state animal of Mississippi, isn't it? <laughs> the roadkill Big Mac? All right. That's fantastic. No wonder they're so cheap down there. Hey, how many Big Macs do you think are sold every year in America? Oh, wow. I'm going to say. Million, I don't know. <laughs> 500 million. How many did you say? 500 million, half a billion. All right. Do you have any guesses, uh, Brian? I, I thought maybe 300 million. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. I, Kelly is just dead on and everything almost. It turns out to be 550 <laughs> million. Yeah. <laughs> it is just well, shocking. Smart. Somebody's got to eat but, more. Than but listen lot. to this. What's so funny of this? It turns out the cost of a Big Mac has become more than just how much your favorite burger at McDonald's costs, ladies and gentlemen. It has been transcendent now to a whole economic theory, as Kelly mentioned. While you can't get a degree in burger or Big Maconomics, 
You can see the difference when looking at the menu prices across the country. Yeah. If you make it a value meal, it's five ninety nine as opposed to three ninety nine. Two bucks for your drink and fries, don't you know? But how much you pay will vary dramatically where you live. This is a fascinating reality check because it's amazing. They want you to believe that dollars and understanding of economics is complicated. It's not complicated. How come a Big Mac, listen carefully, how come a Big Mac, a silver dollar, and a gold piece all keep their value? But yet the fake fiat dollar continues to shrink, shrink, shrink in value. And in reality, it's, it, you put that Big Maconomics in place, Kelly, as you wisely pointed out. And wow, it's really easy to see. Well, there's another economist. He prices the dollar in two-by-fours. And because and that kind of shows you with the housing market what's going on and where the inflation is. And so he, he, he called the whole housing thing, and he's like, price is going to go down, housing is going to go back up a little bit, you know. And it, it just makes sense. It's the real world. Yeah. I find that fascinating, though. I know it sounds kind of goofy, but I really believe that figuring some of this out has value, though, to kind of compare this, to know – Look, when there's this many Big Macs sold every year, 550 million, that really kind of puts it in perspective. No wonder it could be such a great economic indicator. I mean, it is, it is a huge single commodity, but think about that single commodity. It's got to have beef in it. It's got to have onions and cheese and bread and all these different things all in a Big Mac that all relate to the cost of the sale. It's an amazing simplicity to a very complicated topic, Brian. Well, at some point, maybe they're going to, you know, do away with the Big Mac. It's a threat. So, you know, the cattle are dying, and what with the imitation meat, so we're going to try to throw some imitation meat in there and readjust the, the parameters for the Big Mac. Maybe that. That's no, it just next. we can't we can't allow that. If we're going to save America, we have got to save the Big Mac, Kelly. I'm telling you, well, right you know, now. The other thing it does. The other thing it does is it shows you uh, uh, what it costs for labor. Because labor is much cheaper in Mississippi than it is in New York or Hawaii. So, it, like you say, it yeah. brings in all of these other things. And and if you go to India and order a Big Mac, it's not going to be made with, with beef. It's made out of lamb because a lot of yeah. them don't eat beef. Wow. That's... Two all-lamb patties. Yeah, Be-ba. where you live really matters. <laughs> wow. It's, but it really – all right, I want you to I want you guys to guess one last thing. Since we live in Utah, how much is an average Big Mac in Utah, man? Uh, four. Let's see, what is a Big Mac? Uh, four twenty-five. Ooh, you're okay. Yeah, what do you say, Kelly? I, I think I think they're like four fifty-nine. Four thirty-nine. You guys, it's right in the middle of what you guys say, and Utah's kind of in the middle of the pack, you know. You know, Utah's well, closer to the average, bottom, yeah. but it's, you know. But the average Big Mac costs $3.99. I just, anyway, I don't want to dwell on that forever, but I do think it's really informative to your point, hey, can I uh, Kelly. talk about something really quick, Sam? You yes, were talking about, about height and how, you know, tall people and whatever. Yeah, short and, people, and, buddy. They're environmentally friendly, my friend. Yeah, well, the the Army keeps the best records on, you know, people and sizes. People were taller during the Revolutionary War than they were during the Civil War. 
So the size went Say down. Say that again. So, kind of goes, so they were taller during the Revolutionary War, during the 1770s, yep. 80s, than they were during the Civil War in the 1860s. Yes. And now we're back going tall. So it's You want to know why, don't you? Uh, no. You don't want to know why? Okay, I won't tell you then. Well, I want to know why. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm just having fun. And the reason why is because Big Macs came out in 1967, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, in the Civil War, I mean, it's like those guys ate as well or better than the guys during the Revolutionary War. Oh, yeah. But it's kind of, you know, you just get these cycles that go through, you know. So it just ebbs and flows. Yeah, there you have it. Um, Kelly and uh, Brian, before the end of the hour, I want to mention this. We talked about um, Amazon to eliminate jobs, but now Salesforce, the huge uh, technology behemoth, said that it plans to lay off 10% of their workforce or about 8,000 employees, and they're also going to scale back office space amid concerns of the economy. This is changing the game big time, gentlemen. Brian? Yeah, I think uh, a lot of these companies now, you know, and with the workforce, more of them wanting to stay home. I don't know. They don't need these big buildings, I guess. Uh, And so office space and and, and then, you know, letting people go. I mean, that's that's a big impact there. I mean, who? so realistically, is is the government coming to our rescue again? And they're happy because now they're going to take care of more people. You know, people don't want to go back to work because a lot of people are getting – funded or money i guess or we they keep here's another check or a little thing i i'm interested sorry i'm going off i I digress here but one thing i i thought is we have another 1.7 trillion spending bill that that's uh, applied to our our uh, uh, taxation or or debt and uh, how how can we get the the government to shut down at one point they always say oh we have to have a special session so the government doesn't shut down well, let's let the government shut down. Let's just see how that goes for a while. That's what I Yeah, well, let it I, shut I, I down and just only bring back constitutionally proven services, huh? Kelly? Yeah. Yeah, well, the thing with these job, job cuts is there's a lot of uh, white-collar jobs that are getting cut. And, um, you know, but, boy, you're still always going to need plumbers and carpenters and electricians. <clears throat> and it's funny that these people that push for women to be CEOs and everything, they're not pushing for them to be plumbers or electricians or you know garbage men or anything like that it's just these other jobs and but uh you know pretty soon you're going to have three guys that are computer programmers and then they'll program a computer and the computer will program all the other computers so probably not a lot of job safety in that one yeah but millions of americans are choosing to not work now because welfare gives more than their income would have brian that alone yeah. kind of explains the yeah. problem, does it not? Yeah, I remember over in England on my mission, shoot, everyone was on the dole. So I guess here, I guess what? Maybe it's not called the dole, but it's the the Mac. No, I don't know. <laughs> but, well, all uh, I'm telling you right now is, if you're going to give me a welfare check, you better have some Big Mac coupons in it for crying out loud, or I'm going to riot. <laughs> well, do you think, the, Kelly? The problem, that's riot worthy. Yeah, but the problem we're having is now these people that are you know, uh, the, the inflation, everything, their, their solution is for the government to send them another similar stimulus check. You know, it's not to go out and get new skills and learn things or whatever. No, it's just give me some money so I can afford to pay for all this stuff that's happening. 
not not well, let's, let's cause the problem. Let's let's just do the solution. Right. No, you're right. Another another factor too. I remember a lot of these kids. You know, when I served down here at BYU, and a lot of these kids, they they worked at these tech firms, and they and 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 uh, they'd just quit their job after a year, take the money, they'd travel across the the world or whatever, and then they these headhunters would kind of seek out these headhunters who'd plug them into another job for for six months, a year, and they'd make money, and then they'd quit that job so they could go travel again and for another year, and that was their whole routine. Yeah. So. It kind of reminds me of that Steve Miller song, "Go on, take the money and run." Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I like that song. Yeah, we've, taken, we've taken responsibility away from people. I mean, now you're not an adult until you're, you know, 26 years old. And it's sad how many people I've worked with that are in their 20s that are married and their wives are pregnant, going to have a baby, and they're still on their mom and dad's insurance. It's like, yeah. what? How, when did this happen? Yeah, it's because inflation is so belligerent and so out of control, and the government takes such a big piece of the pie that nobody can make it on their own anymore these days, hardly. Uh, If you do, you're flat out broke and watching every penny for 99 out of 100 times. But look, sales of cars and trucks last year fell to their lowest level because, hey, they couldn't get the chips and everything they needed. They couldn't make enough vehicles. But this year, now they're going to have a roaring back ability to make vehicles, but... Because of the Federal Reserve increases in costs, it's making it harder. And many people are saying, hey, you're going to have a tough time buying a car. Showrooms are going to be empty. It's going to be disaster uh, for the car buying reality. Brian? Well, and, and, and another factor, when we, we look at the you know the chips and, and can't get product and so on, is that just an eye-opener for things to happen down the road? I mean, is that a country over here? I mean, China does so much. If, if they decide they don't want to play the game, do they just – Okay, well, you're not going to get this, or you're not going to get this. It's going to take, you know, can they, are we forced to come to a halt because we can't move our products? We can't get, you know, I just think it's a glimpse of what's going to happen farther and farther down the line here. Yeah, Big Macs are going to go up to like 40 bucks a Big Mac. (laughs) The cows are on Gold's going to be worth like five cents. Your dollar's going to be worth like $3 million. (laughs) You just can't buy anything with it, you see. All right, do you want a final word, Kelly? Well, I was just going to say, with these cars now, even the you know the only car that Ford makes is a Mustang, you know, and they're and they're trying to make everything electric, and it's like we're going to give you what we want you to have, and so that's the reason cars are costing more because you all have to drive SUVs and pay more for gas, and and people just don't get it. Yeah, it sounds like the Kevin McCarthy. We're going to just shove whatever we want down your throat and claim you're the bad guy because you don't accept it. <laughs> Amen. <Yeah. laughs> all right. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for being alongside. I know it sounds like we're all of that, but we are having fun. But we are highlighting right. the reality of constitutional currency and the need for gold and silver to stop inflation. Put stability in your portfolio today with RussQuinningGift.com. Thanks, gentlemen. God save Thanks. the Republic of the United States of America. Live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right, and happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio with hard-hitting news that I refuse to use, always on tap. 
This is the broadcast for, what is it, already January the 5th in the year of our Lord, 2023. That's right. Man, crazy town. How things just go so fast, ladies and gentlemen. So fast. Things just go by. It's amazing. Another month is here. That means Mary Toko's with me. Welcome to the broadcast, Mary. All right. Mary's an international speaker, author, independent researcher, expert on vaccinations, natural health coach. She's the one that says don't take the jab. And boy, howdy, do I agree with her. MaryToko.com, M-A-R-Y-T-O-C-C-O.com. Mary, welcome back to Liberty Roundtable Live. Thank you, thank you, and I hope your New Year's uh, starting off great. Oh, it is. You're coming in loud and clear. There's so many things to talk about. I want to talk about vaccines a little bit today, but I want to talk about the speakers of the House battle. The mainstream press blaming it on the 20-plus holdouts. Why don't they blame it on Kevin? He single-handedly just simply won't let go of power. That is the problem, creating a national security concern. Mary? Well, you know... I'm not surprised. Um, it seems to me like they're just trying to delay the inevitable. And until we get some major changes in Washington, we can expect to see more and more of this craziness taking place. Yeah. Do you think Kevin will be speaker? I'm not sure. And I'm not, I'm not absolutely sure how I feel about all of it. Um, there's so much uh, misinformation and disinformation going on out there. I got an it's idea. It's hard to know. What's that? There's no rule that requires somebody from the House or Senate or somebody in the House to be speaker. It can be just anybody. Why don't we have an outside person for a change and shake it up? That would be interesting, wouldn't it? What if it? we had Mary Toko and she could speak out and uh, talk about vaccines and talk about all the things that, that matter to you the most for a couple of years as speaker? Wow, that would be really something. I don't know. Boy, I'll tell you what. It's like it would be like being in the lion's den, honestly. But you know you are right, Sam. I think... People in America are beginning to wake up. They're beginning to question everything that is going on. And the longer these charades go on, the more people are waking up. I really, really pray and hope someday that truth comes out of Washington instead of all the lies and all of the propaganda. And, uh, boy, if I had it my way, I would start by shutting down the schools, the public school system. Um, <laughs> I would, I, there would be so many changes that would take place if I had it my way. Well, and that's the reason I realize that Mary or Sam aren't going to become Speaker of the House. But we have got to start to think outside the box, ladies and gentlemen. We have got to start to bring people to the table who truly understand and care about America. Not people who go in as paupers and come out rich as could be, or people who stay there and literally grandstand. You know, Kevin McCarthy on one hand is saying, oh, it's all about you, it's not about me. And then we hear that, hey, Kevin's saying, I, you know what, I've earned this position. And I go, what do you mean you've earned it? You don't earn positions like that. Okay, it's not a good old boy network where you earn it. We want to work with people who have done good for us and done right by us. Kevin, you haven't, buddy. You might have worked hard in your own mind. But what agenda did you work hard for it is the question that I would really focus on. Um, your thoughts, Mary? Well, <clears throat> I think that whoever becomes the speaker has to be able to sift through the lies and the propaganda 
they have to be able to properly represent the people of this country. And I, I'm not always so sure this is going to be happening anytime soon. Um, they're just very concerned about it all. I'm just glad that, you know, to, 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 if I had to see Pelosi up there one more time, um, I, 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 to be honest with you, I stopped watching her and listening to her a long time ago. She was, she was just absolutely, um, I feel like she was just a snake, a snake in the White House. And so I, I, I hope and pray for this country that we can get some balance and some, um, some truth coming out of the White House. We just don't have any confidence in these people is the problem, ladies and gentlemen. That's really what these 20-plus folks are saying is that there is no trust. And there is no trust because you violated the trust, Kevin and crew. And I'm disappointed in Donald Trump for pushing to back Kevin so much. Why would you back a deep state compromiser, betrayer such as Kevin McCarthy in the first place? It doesn't make any sense to me. I'm starting to think that, you know, we're all capable of being manipulated too. And Sam, I'm starting to think that there's more to Trump than what we see. And I'm starting to personally lose confidence in him. Um, I was always suspect. I think a lot of us are always a suspect. But we look at what he was able to do, um, even though he was under constant combat, we look at what he was able to do when he was in there. And, and we're hopeful that we would have a leader who could be strong like that, who's not part of the problem. But I'm beginning to feel like there's more to Donald Trump than what we are seeing. Uh, the fact that he pushed this vaccine so hard was a huge um, red flag to me and a big discouragement. But then I thought again that that is something he had to do given the situation that he was thrown into. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not so sure about Mr. Trump. Well, I don't think he had to do it. And I think even if he did do it at first because he was kind of confused on the point, at some point, if you're an honest statesman, not a deep state operative, at some point you come clean and you say, you know what, folks, I was snookered. This was very scary. I was afraid that people were going to be dying on my watch. I care so much about life. I got this one wrong. But he's doubling and quadrupling down. That's why I'm suspect. I think that there's more to him. And you know, when you have to think, of, when you think about his power in the world, um, how he has been financially connected to so many different countries um, in his past. Um, it just makes me very suspect. And I say to myself, okay, well, if Donald Trump isn't, isn't the person that could be president next time around, who could it be? Who would it be? What are our options here? And um, I, just, I just don't know. Who would you vote for for president, or who would you think would be a good president? I really like Ron Paul, but he, of course, is, is not even a consideration. Um, I, I like Rand Paul, but not as much as Ron Paul. And I guess I'm more of an independent. Uh, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Um, it's hard to say. Well, yeah. Who do you think? Who do you think, Sam, would be somebody who could represent us? The problem um, is I don't see anybody that's got an, a, 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 either a household name and or that without the media's help could become a household name so that is the problem that i face but i agree with you that a ron paul would be great i think that a Rand paul would be good i think a mike lee is far from perfect but i think he would be good they proposed him for the supreme court for example and he sits as a utah senator now uh i think that i'm not really a super ted cruz fan 
but compared to what we've got and compared to anybody else on the national stage, there's something there. Uh, ben Carson might be a consideration. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot of people that could really be considered. Um, you know, some of the Christian leaders might be considered uh, as well. So, you know, there's people, but there, there's it's far and few between. And that's the problem the conservatives have. We love to complain when things go wrong, but we haven't even set anybody, put anybody in place that we can literally call on to do the job if we wanted to. So shame on us, right? Well, yes, and I, I also think, like, Carrie Lake, there's so much I like about her. She's so strong. She speaks the full truth. She doesn't play games. I think she'd be an excellent vice president. Um, I'm not sure if she's equipped to be president, but I think she'd be a great running mate. Uh, I, I don't know. We'll just have to see what happens. But I do know something. Something has to change. Um, somebody strong who cannot be manipulated has to stand up. And like you say, I don't know if anybody out there right now who I could pull my full support behind. Well, there's a lot of people I could put my support behind. They just don't have household enough names. Uh, you know, so there's a guy in Utah by the name of Scott Bradley that is a very constitutionally sound gentleman that I could consider voting for. But see, you probably haven't even heard of him, right? No, I have not. Okay, so my goal isn't to down you for that. You could come up with people in your area, too, uh, that would be very good that I haven't heard of. And that's the problem is that we haven't done a good job vetting and putting people in place that could be in that position. 99 out of 100 times, you've got to have a congressman, a senator, a governor, uh, somebody like that, an attorney general uh, to be considered or a rich person. Everybody else, what they'll do is they'll just pull the card and say, well, you're not qualified, therefore you can't do it. Uh, which I don't believe is true, but there you go, right? Um, right. I would almost rather see somebody like a, a Roger Stone become president than whoever is in the queue on the Republican side now. I mean, what makes Donald Trump qualified? The fact that he got an inheritance from his dad, uh, and then he you know, has been a pretty good guy in the media for a long time? What, what qualifies you know, him for that? I'd rather see a James Dobson, a focus on the family, become president than half of these guys. Oh, I love James Dobson. I, At least he's got a moral compass, right? Yes, I, I raised my children with James Dobson. I mean, it was like he was my go-to um, child psychologist, Christian man, while raising my children. And I really feel like he helped me. But, but I don't know if they, you know, these men who are religious, I don't know if they are savvy enough in the world the political scene. Well, they're, they're as savvy as, say, a Donald Trump or some of these other jokers. I mean, Joe Biden can't even talk. How savvy is that guy? Oh, you're right. You're absolutely right. You're right. Absolutely. So I don't know how savvy somebody's got to be. I think a moral compass trumps savvy uh, by a long shot. All right, ladies and gentlemen, hang good. tight. Sam Bushman, Mary Toko with me. You are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. 
Former Sheriff Richard Mack recounts in his book the proper role of law enforcement, how he came to realize while working as a beat cop how wrong the all-too-common orientation of police officers is when they think of their job as being to write tickets and arrest people. Richard Mack tells of his personal transformation from by-the-number cop to constitution-conscious defender of citizen safety and freedoms. Learn what it really means to serve and protect. Purchase your copy at CSPOA.org. That's CSPOA.org. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans, who are they? Democrats, who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. Yeah, I would vote for Donald Trump if he would surround himself with constitutional people. You could put James Dobson in charge of your, you know, family stuff. Yeah. You can go ahead and put, like, Richard Mack in charge of the FBI, all right? You can go ahead and put, like, my buddy Brian Rust, who runs RustCoinandGift.com, an incredible coin dealer. You could put him in charge of the Federal Reserve there, see? You could surround Donald Trump with the right people, and he might fly okay. He has some decent instinct, folks, but what he, gets, what he does is he falls prey to those who would de- derail him. A backing Kevin McCarthy is an absolutely clown move. Ladies and gentlemen, look, people don't want, I'm going to say it again, people don't want Kevin McCarthy, okay? When will you thugs get that through your thick skulls? Okay, six times we've said no. Quit hanging on to power and pretending it's us to blame. That's completely bogus. All right, the U.S. economy is in recession, as you all know. we got inflation and stagflation, and it's just out of control. Last hour, and I want to kind of have fun with this a little bit uh, with with you, Mary. Last hour, one of our, our financial experts, I do what's called the Honest Money Report. Uh, and he came up with this. They have a whole economic index around the Big Mac. Have you heard about this? Around the Big Mac? Yeah, Big Mac is an economic uh, whole philosophy now. A whole economic theory is called the, the, the Maconomics. It's a Big Mac theory. Have you heard about this? Oh, wow. I have not. Yeah. Big Mac prices, true prices measured in gold is what they say. Well, and um, well. the interesting thing is the reason they say the Big Mac works so well is because it's got, you know, lettuce or an onion. So, it read, you know, the vegetable market kind of stuff, right? right. You, you go ahead and get the meat and you got the cheese and you got the bun and you got all the sauces. And, man, it's a real cross-section of the economy. And you can literally have Big Maconomics. Uh, and and hmm. so I did a little research on the Big Mac. And I, wanted, I want to know, do you know when the Big Mac came out? I Gosh, I think it was in the 40s. I'm 1967. Sixty-seven. Personally, Six, I seven. don't do McDonald's. I don't do anything related to McDonald's food. Why? It'll help you die faster. 
Oh, well, yeah, it'll preserve your body from all the chemicals in it. No, no, listen, no, no, so no. 1967, the Big Mac came out 55 years wow. ago. I was born in 67, so me and the Big Mac hit the world, and the world changed for the worst, I guess. Wow. But nevertheless, the Big Mac <laughs> was first made in 67. Guess how much it costs? 15 cents? 45 cents. 45 cents. Okay. 45 cents for a Big Mac there. Now, do you know how much the what the average cost of a Big Mac is in America today now? I have no clue. I don't go there. Four something? $3.99 $3. on the average. Okay, right around four. Okay. If you get a Happy Meal, or they call it a value meal now, I guess, right? $5.99 there. So there's a whole economic reality about this. Guess how many Big Macs are sold in America every year? Oh, probably billions. Nope, five hundred and fifty million. A half, okay, half a billion. You got to okay. eat a few more Big Macs to make it a billion, Mary. Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, that is that around the world, or is that just in the United States? That's just in the United States. Around the world, you're probably correct. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking worldwide. <laughs> yeah, no, only in the United States. There's only five hundred fifty million. Only Big okay. Macs. It's not even two Big Macs per person. You know. Oh my goodness! That means a lot of us don't eat them. Right. You know, I eat them I remember, once in a while. Sam, They're kind of a nostalgic from when I was a kid. I eat them very rarely, but I, I do enjoy I, them when I eat them. I used to love them when I was a kid. Um, and then as I learned what we were eating, probably 20 years ago, 25 years ago, um, we stopped. We stopped. Yeah, we, we went, stopped oh taking my. our children there. And <laughs> we were like, oh, my gosh, we can't eat this Franken food. And so, um, but no, I, I hear you. They do, you know, everything that's bad for us has a good taste to it, most almost everything. And yeah. that's why it keeps us coming back, right? All right. Millions of Americans, though, are choosing to not work because welfare gives more income than their jobs did, Mary. Oh, I obviously see that. I can't believe the quality of service, how, how poor it is and how bad it is. And everywhere we go, they say we can't, we can't get anyone to work. And, and I even see it in my own family who have their own businesses, these struggle to get good employees who are willing to show up and willing to apply themselves is just unbelievable. I, I, Sam, I don't know how they're doing it. Um, I, I, I refuse to be part of that, that system. Um, but you're right. It's very, very hard to get people to work, and it's because they're getting handouts. And it's all part of that welfare mentality. You know, let the government take care of me. I don't have to be responsible for anything. Let them bring me their garbage food and make it affordable and cheap for me and my family. And, um, and, and but I do think there are a lot of us who are opting out of that whole system to the best of our knowledge. We're doing the best that we can to avoid being part of that whole system. Yeah. It is very, very hard to deal with the economy to deal with what's going on and i know people kind of want out of it but i don't really see an easy way out ladies and gentlemen uh, a majority of americans now believe that 2023 will be a challenging year 80 percent basically pointing to economic difficulties political divide crime and international discord as lead issues facing the country that's according to a new poll that just came out I find that very fascinating. Americans aren't stupid. They're savvy to the problems. What they don't have is leadership and guidance for solutions. Um, but there's new articles coming out that I want to bounce off you. Headline says this, Mary. What are they hiding? 
January 6th committee seals all important videos and documents for 50 years. What do you say to that? No different than what they did with President Kennedy's death. They're obviously hiding. They're hiding something. And my heart goes out to the people that are stuck in the middle of all of this because it's so evil. It's so wrong. Um, I don't know what to tell you, Sam. Yeah, they want to they want to shut it down for 50 years, in my opinion. They want to basically deep six all the Jan 6 committee information. They want to seal it all because they don't want you to know that the government literally was at the center of it all. They don't want you to know about Fed involvement. They don't want you to know about that they've continued to lie and betray us on this issue and that they're, they've got a false narrative. They're, in fact, even trying to possibly put Donald Trump in jail. Do you think they'll succeed? No, I don't. I, I think that Americans are waking up to the scandals. I mean, I certainly hope that there are enough patriots um, here in this country that will finally somehow take a stand. Um, I, I was actually at that event. I was smart enough to not go in the building. I was, I was, I was there. I was with a bunch of women. We were having fun. We were being patriotic. We were, we were at, you know, Donald Trump's uh, uh, talk. Uh, I, I never heard him say to go and do anything wrong or evil because or he violent. Didn't. So you know, I it's no different than Pfizer trying to lock down the ingredients in these cove shots, these jabs that they want everyone to take. Right? Yeah, the clock they shot. wanted to seal it for sixty something years. It's no different. It's just a big cover up, and that right there, people should be. Uh, a red flag that they're hiding. They're they're trying to deceive Americans and they're trying to hide what what's really going on behind the scenes. Yeah, they are. And while they lie and cover up and have these spectacles that we watch in the media, um, they're really destroying our country, folks. Listen to this. Governor Ron DeSantis uses Bible of the Revolution on loan from Glenn Beck in swearing in ceremony. You feel wow. good about that? You know, I, I think that's awesome, too, because they understand. I think Ron DeSantis understands the full power of the inspired, preserved word of God. And I think that's awesome. He's well, I sure hope seriously. he does. But again, is that <laughs> real, true, genuine desire to follow Christian beliefs and take the revolutionary uh, view of the founding fathers and, and, and use Glenn Beck? Or is that a, a political stunt? You know, I, I don't know. I, I really can't comment on that, Sam. I don't know um, enough about that particular topic. Well, here's my response. It doesn't matter if it's a political stunt or not. Because you know what? We the people understand. When you, Governor Ron DeSantis, use a Bible, that's great news because it, you know what? It, it, hey, it either if, if you're doing it fraudulently or for political points, then shame on you and God knows. But if you're doing it for the right reasons, we commend you and are grateful for that leadership. When you use a specific Bible from the revolution on loan from Glenn Beck's collections, you know, we're highlighting people that are collecting these things and using these things in a way that matters. If you're doing that for your swearing in ceremony as a way to demonstrate your fidelity to and your commitment to the founding fathers and to the country they built, then good on you. And so all I'm saying is I'm not here to judge that, like whether it was a political stunt or not. I'm here to give credit where credit's due. And when you use a Bible and you go back to a revolutionary Bible to make a, to make a statement, 
I'm praying that statement's genuine and giving credit for that regardless. I'm not the underminer guy. I'm not the guy that says, oh, I doubt your sincerity. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it for what it is, and I'm going to be sincere about my backing of that. That's all I'm responsible for, right? Hang tight. Right. Mary Toko, Sam Bushman on your radio. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. The California coast is getting hammered with torrential downpours and hurricane-force winds. Central California got hit with a bomb cyclone Wednesday night, lashing out on the coast with heavy rains and wind gusts up to 85 miles per hour. Bob Orovec, meteorologist with the National Weather Service in suburban D.C. We do anticipate additional atmospheric river events again over the next week to a week and a half with additional heavy rains and definitely potential for flash flooding. Power has been lost in nearly 179,000 homes. Mudslides are expected in former wildfire areas. One benefit, the reservoirs are filling up. And ironically, they may be to a state where they have to start uh, releasing water from some of these reservoirs in a week or so to get too much rain. San Francisco Mayor London Breed says flooding in the Bay Area is inevitable. Brian Koberger, the 28-year-old criminal justice student accused of killing four undergrads near the University of Idaho, is in the Gem State at the Lata County Jail. He arrived overnight, hours after authorities flew him out of Pennsylvania in a private plane. A law enforcement officer said Koberger is being held in a separate holding cell and his demeanor remains quiet. Without a speaker in the House, Kevin McCarthy and his supporters launched a new round of talks late Wednesday with conservative holdouts who have blocked his bid for House Speaker. We'll find out today if any progress was made. Two men were arrested for allegedly attacking four power substations in Washington State on Christmas Day, a crime that led to more than 15,000 homes losing power. There's been similar attacks nationwide. Bonneville Power Administration, Puget Sound Energy, and the Cowlitz County Public Utility District confirmed their substations were attacked in November. In early December, a substation attack took down power for more than 40,000 people and businesses in Moore County, North Carolina. This is USA News. The holidays are here. Achieve gifting greatness when you give perfectly aged, tender, delicious Omaha Steaks. The steak experts at Omaha Steaks have curated special gift packages to take the guesswork out of gifting and make you a holiday hero. Go to omahasteaks.com and take advantage of 50% off site-wide. Plus, use code TREAT at checkout to get an additional $40 off your order. Send an assortment of mouth-watering favorites guaranteed to impress, like the legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon, air-chilled boneless chicken, ultra Juicy burgers, even easy to prepare, ready in a flash comfort meals. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away, so shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code TREAT at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com, get 50% off site wide, plus use promo code TREAT at checkout to get that extra $40 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. Do you see how polite we are, ladies and gentlemen? We're asking them to please obey the law. 
Then we're going to get a little more tough on them. If you don't, we intend to throw you in the clink, by the way. $1.7 trillion loaded up with pork spending bill. 27 Republicans voted for it. It passed and got signed, and no one knows what's in it. 4,000-plus pages, Mary. You know, it's crazy. I would love to see a bill to that, that, that says that they have to read every single page of a bill before they sign. Um, many years ago, my, my one of my brothers was a radio host as well, and he spent months talking about um, this topic of signing bills where they don't even know what's in it, they don't realize what they're doing, and they just sign it. And, and to me, this is just like, this is so wrong, Sam. And then who's held with the responsibility of, of, of pushing these, these bills through? And who's paying for it? I, I really am concerned about the next generation, what, what they're going to get. And what Amen. Going to be I blame it a lot on the Speaker of the House, though. The Speaker of the House could say, look, we're not voting on it. I'm not even going to bring it to vote until you guys get a chance to read it and or whatever. I blame the Speaker of the House primarily for a lot of this. Now, I blame everybody who votes yes on something they haven't read as well. You're taught not to do that in, like, fifth grade, right? Don't sign things you haven't read and you don't understand. And they've been but doing yet, it for uh, many years. So I blame every single Congress critter. But I primarily blame like people of the Speaker of the House that force these things down their throats in the first place. Um, yes, it's wrong to sign it anyway. You should be a holdout. But you know we need honorable people that don't do that and say no. We're not. We're not going to even consider this four thousand page bill. It's been out for like ten hours. Okay, we're not doing it. Uh, and I really want the Speaker of the House. That's why these holdouts are getting so serious on it. But think about that one point seven trillion dollars, and we have no idea what's even in it. Four thousand plus pages. It is scary. <laughs> It is. So let me ask you, who would you, who would you like to see speaker, Sam? Uh, I think that we ought to have uh, somebody like Jim Gaffigan as the Speaker of the House. Do you know who Jim is? No, I don't. He's a comedian. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> He's a Christian comedian. And I just think, you know what, let's bring a little, little levity up there and mock these clowns and have a little bit of comedian-esque, uh, you know, Speaker of the House. He could do a little skit and then turn it over to somebody to speak, and then he could come back. And, you know, we, we could really have a little bit of fun. And, and, you know, they've already turned it into a circus. They had a bunch of alcohol on the Democratic side. They had alcohol, popcorn, and blankets yesterday. So wow. I'm just thinking if we're going to do that, we might as well at least get a Christian comedian in there. Yeah. You know, I think I do know who he is now. I think I've seen him come through on some of my feeds. Um, but yeah. I would never, you know, um, I, I guess my, my question was more serious. Are you well, in a way, well, I'm being serious only because I'm trying to demonstrate the absurd by being absurd. And yes, I honestly I think you. if you're going to go 56 rounds of we're going to debate who's going to be speaker, I don't want Kevin on every ballot. You might as well put like Mickey Mouse on there. Right. You know what right. I mean? And you put yes. Jim Gaffigan and put some of these people because at least you would, I don't know. I mean, at least you would get some kind of people to realize, look, this is serious. This isn't just a joke. This isn't just a fun whatever. This is serious business, people. So am right. I serious? Not really. But am I making a point by demonstrating the absurd? Absolutely. Right? Mm -hmm. But Jim yep. Babka over at Downsize DC, our dear friend, he uh, really worked hard with Downsize DC to put some bills before Congress. One of them was one-issue-at-a-time bills. The other one was single-page legislation. And the third was you can't vote on any bill unless you've read it. 
Just oh, imagine if helps. we had a bill that was a single issue on one page that you had to read before you vote on it. You could well, create accountability like be. nobody's business. Well, well, that's because then they can't hide all their garbage in the midst of uh, all of the, you know, all of the other stuff. Um, you know, you mentioned Ben Carson would make probably a good speaker or a good president. Um, why do you think Ben dropped out? Because when he was being considered, I really, really, really like the man. I like his integrity, his intelligence. He's brilliant. He's well-spoken. He's, he seems to be very moral. Why do you think he dropped out, Sam? I think because the Republicans wouldn't really back him and he didn't really have the finance or the war chest necessary to win. He also, a lot of people know who Ben Carson is, but he doesn't really have a household name per se. Uh, and so I just think that he that he couldn't really you know stand the heat and the, and the circumstances. The Republican establishment shut him down before he got a real chance. Uh, I also know that the mainstream press would try to take people like you know Ben Carson, who is brilliant, uh, but he's not super media savvy, right? And and as a result, I think they kind of made him look like a buffoon a little bit, unfairly. I'll give you an example. One time he was behind the curtain, ready to come out on stage for a debate. And they called his name, but as you know, it's echoey and muffled. And he didn't realize he was called, so he was still sitting there. And then Donald Trump was called, and Donald grabbed Ben walking by, and, and then Ben came out too. Uh, and the joke was Ben was clueless, but Donald saved him. Well, I don't really think that's true at all. I just think this is the way they manufacture uh, right. making people look foolish when they want to, right? Ben right. is not a, a – I mean, the, Ben's, Ben's probably one of the most brilliant people there. Ben also is a black man. Ben also has an incredible story about his Christianity conversion. Uh, you know, right. he was a little kid in the hood, and he got so angry he almost wanted to kill somebody. And then he thought, what the heck am I doing? He turned Christian. He, uh, his mom made him turn off the TV and read books. That's uh, right. And because of leadership and parenting and Christian belief. See, you can't have a president tell a story like that. you got to have a president that's trying to <laughs> grab women, right? See, that's, that's what they want, yeah. and so they shut Ben down because he's a Christian, and they're coming after the Christians. That's why. I mean, that's just <laughs> my because, opinion, but that's what I think. Well, because he's moral, and he's that's pro-life, right. and um, we definitely know that Washington doesn't want any moral people up there because then they won't go along with everything else, right? Well, Maybe just imagine the story Carson, you could tell as a black man saying that right. it's not about black-white, it's about America which is what That's we all right. want to see. We believe we're all God's children. They want to divide, and, and what Ben can do is unify. Uh, then well, he sure. will point us to Christian values and morality. Uh, he's a brilliant guy with an incredible overcoming success story, uh, giving people hope and guidance, a real mentor. Now, is he super politically savvy, and does he understand the Constitution really well? Maybe not as much as others, but he can learn, and he can surround himself with people like me and others who absolutely do know. Please. I agree. Yep. That's something Donald and, failed to do. And he shows that it doesn't matter what color you are or where you come from. You live in America. You have opportunity. Amen. You have the ability to overcome. Nobody's holding you back but you or your circumstance. And we all have to rise above our circumstances. Um, so I thought, boy, I think he would have been a great president, like you said, if he surrounded himself with the right people, like Sheriff Richard Mack. You know, good people who can um, guide and direct him. But. You know who Jim Clymer is? No. Jim Clymer is a Pennsylvania constitutional attorney. He's one of the leaders of the Constitution Party. Uh, and I think somebody like that would be a great president. He's a well-known gentleman, been around for a long time. I think people like Chuck Baldwin 
Christian pastor would be a great president. Uh, I think that uh, Daryl Castle on the Constitution Party ticket um, once upon a time would be a great president, great vice president, great speaker of the House. See, I can come up with a lot of names for these, um, you know, these people. And, and they're people that are in politics, people that are very constitutionally savvy, uh, very educated, very uh, well-known. Uh, for example, Daryl Castle, well-known, wealthy businessman. He's no, he's no slouch in his own right. So there's a lot of people that I think could really um, do a great job if they were given a snowball's chance. Right. Hmm. All right. Here's the yeah. next story for you. A lot more down your alley. I know I'm bringing you all over the map with some uh, interesting topics, but you've done you well, are. and I appreciate it. No. Okay. FDA finalizes rule change. Allowing certified pharmacies to dispense, and I don't know how to say the name of this drug, nephrostone. It's an abortion pill is what you need to know. So now the FDA approves these abortion pills to be sold by pharmacies. So CBS and Walgreens now are going to double down and carry the abortion pill and become really, in my opinion, um, centers of death is what I would call it. Um, and now the DOJ will allow the Postal Service, USPS, to continue shipping abortion pills even to states that have outlawed them. Wow. This yeah. is criminal on both counts. This is out of control. So what they're really doing is when Roe versus Wade was overturned and while we're applauding, they've doubled down and given the surgical or the chemical abortion pill. And now they're distributing it even in places where it's illegal. That just shows you Satan is determined. He is determined to continue murdering and killing children. And uh, all I can say, Sam, is that we as parents, you know, it's our children, our young women, who are the ones who choose to consume these. We have to take back our homes. We have to be parents to these children and educate them and teach them about moral responsibility because that's where it starts. It starts in the home. Wow. Hang tight, Sam Bushman, Mary Toko on your radio. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9:6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular 
are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman, Mary Toko on your radio, marytoko.com, her website. And I know I'm kind of taking her out of her comfort zone with a lot of these topics, but she's doing great. And the reason that I'm doing it is because I'm convinced that Americans, all of us, need to kind of develop our sea legs because there's so much stuff coming down the pike that we have got to be together on the solutions. Look, when the FDA finalizes a rule change that abortion pills can now be distributed through local pharmacies and sent out to the U.S. Postal Service. Do you think the Founding Fathers could have imagined the government-mandated Postal Service via the Constitution would be used to ship murder pills into the states that have them as illegal right now? Think about that, Mary, for a second. It is shocking. You know what, too, Sam? These pills will abort a baby up to 10 weeks developed. And again, it's another it's an, another revenue source for Big Pharma, who is all about the money. Um, but imagine, moms and dads, if you have a child out there, a young girl, 15, 16 years of age, who finds herself pregnant, and she's ordering this or walking into a pharmacy and getting this, you could be up to 10 weeks pregnant, and this will force an abortion on her body. Um, and God only knows the complications we're going to have from this. We don't know if these pills are going to disrupt hormone imbalances in the future. We don't know if they're going to cause scar tissue within her womb so she cannot have children in the future. There's just so much about this we don't know. But And, and, and I hate to be blunt, drugs. if the COVID vaccines don't kill her, the abortion pills might. I mean, this is oh my crazy. God. It is. And, and if the, the uh, COVID shots don't make you sterile... That in itself is a whole other issue because so many people, are their hormones are getting disrupted. It's causing sterility, and as you know, it's causing stillbirths. So the bottom line is Satan is out to attack the family. And I just loved your um, uh, commercial there about let's make families. Let's, let's get married. Let's fall in love, and let's make children. This younger generation of people have to understand how important the family is to this country and how important having children is to our survival. But then taking it seriously, you know, raising them properly. Do not put your children in the public schools. Sam, I home educated four of my five back in the 90s before people even really knew what home education was because I saw what was going on in our school system. And I made that decision to pull my children out. Now, I, I had one who went through Christian education most of her 
um, you know, primary education, and then she went on to high school in a public school, but she was a leader, not a follower. And then my other four, they were like in kindergarten, first grade, or third grade, and I pulled them out. And I said, no, 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 you are not going to rob my children, because back then there was overwhelming evidence that the educational process in this country was to dumb our children down, to undermine our moral values and our Christian beliefs. And so we decided to home educate our children. And I am so glad I did to this day because my five grown children are strong. I have 11 grandbabies. They're all being raised the same way. We walked away from the allopathic medical model. We raised our children without all the drugs and all the vaccines. And I, I just know that more and more parents need to be empowered to make these very serious decisions for our families because our country is depending on the next generation. So that's Amen really to that. A couple of quick stands. tidbits on um, the abortion issue, just so you kind of understand the ramifications. And then I want to move to education because Mary's right, and I've got a couple of uh, educational concerns. Believe it or not, a dozen states in America now ban most abortions. And 18 states ban the dispens- um the dispensation or dispensing of abortion pills via mail. That's according to the pro-abortion group called Gutmucker Institute. Uh, the USPS will be able to ship abortion, chemical abortion pills to these states under the DOJ's new guidance. Why? Since the drugs are legal at the, quote, federal level, they don't care about your local state laws or rules or guidelines. So your federal government has now become criminal with your post yeah. office. Uh, because they're literally not caring about state law at all. They're just saying, hey, it's not illegal for us. We don't care. It's a disgrace, uh, and we're going to get what we deserve if we don't stand up against it. Same thing is true with education. Throughout 2022, teachers' unions have turned their attentions to initiatives such as gender identity educational materials and reading lists, all promoting political protests uh, we're talking about the nation's largest teachers unions, the NEA and the American Federation of Teachers, AFT, as well as their local chapters have literally focused on integrating gender identity and critical race theory, CRT, into the classrooms in America, folks. That's what they've spent their time doing with your tax dollars. In 2022, teachers unions promoted gay, lesbian, bisexual, and transgender and queer or questioning ally badges, created ads labeling parents as extremists and terrorists. They published summer reading lists promoting books that are perversion, kneeling for the national anthem. Teachers unions are one of the country's largest special interest groups pushing progressive politics down the throats of the American parents. And the NEA, listen to this, and the AFT, those are the two biggest teachers unions, have combined spent over $100 million on political activities last year alone. Mary? Well, it's no different than Big Pharma. They, they contribute to campaigns. They get congressmen, senators, and representatives um, hooked in, and then it's like blackmail. You know, we gave you money, we supported you, and now you have to do what we say. And, and I think... I really could. I would love to see the whole federal school program shut down completely. But it's going to take parents, Sam, that say, okay, and this is what I tell people whenever I have a chance. 
if you feel like you can't pull your children out of the public school, you need to stop and look at your lifestyle. Look at what you can, how you can cut the corners. You know, I realize that a lot of single parents um, I might not have this option. But if you are a two-parent family and you're both working parents, I believe that there must be, there could be some way that you could pull your kids out of the public school and make it happen. You have to do this. It's your children. It's the future of our country. There are community schools um, of people, uh, parents who are concerned, that are pulling their children out and they're starting community schools. There are teachers who are now no longer teaching in the public schools who are willing to support these home-educated schools. It can be done. And, and I just encourage parents, pull your kids out. Get rid of a, an extra car. Um, get rid of some of your big screen TVs. Um, maybe maybe forego the, the vacation. Do whatever you can to get your children home and start educating them. Because if not, you will lose your children to this demonistic agenda that is in control of our school system. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know how to respond to what's going on in America. We're going to have to do our best, folks. And then we're going to have to turn it over to God for the rest. Because as I look at the agenda that these clowns have, and I look at the friends we have, our friends are few, and our enemies are many. And the agenda is just, I mean, look, they're literally in the Democratic side hanging out yesterday with blankets, popcorn, and alcohol while they make a mockery of the greatest country on the face of the earth with our checks and balances. And because we're stuck and don't want the deep state to continue, then they mock the balance, putting a check on the same same. And they mock that whole process. The media jumps aboard, blames it all on those who want appropriate change for the better, those who want to obey the Constitution. One guy, Kevin McCarthy, the power-hungry thug that he is, he's not being attacked. They're going, golly, why don't you just let him be speaker already? Well, because we want to change. That's why. We don't want things to go the same. This is a historic pushback. Hasn't been seen in over 100 years. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, there's a reason for it. Let's not mitigate it or uh, minimize it to the point of, oh, it doesn't matter. These guys are just crazy. No, let's really take stock of where we are. We, the people, need to back a change in the House. We, the people, need to back. You know what? The post office has gone rogue and criminal. It was designed to guarantee correspondence in the old days when travel and and, and, and correspondence was not guaranteed to be received, and it was creating problems. Now they've changed that constitutional need or requirement into a joke, a murder mm. campaign. Folks, this is out of control. We have got to start to stand up. I'm glad we run, we backed off, or whatever you want to say, jettisoned Roe versus Wade in 22. But in 23, we better stand up if we want to remain free, Mary. And I think you agree, Sam, that we have to do it locally first. And so Amen. I know I have decided to get involved in my local community politics. I don't like politics, but I'm getting involved. I'm, I, we've learned about what's going on in our school system. Just so you know where I live, we overturned three county school boards this past uh, year. Um, and we now have three conservative school boards and the first thing they did is they fired our superintendent. So there's a lot we can do locally, people. We've got to get busy. We cannot sit back and assume someone else is going to do the work. But I, I think you agree with me, Sam. We have to do it locally. We have to start locally because it's the only way we're going to make real changes in our own communities where we live, where we work, and where we thrive, and where our children are going to 
continue to live and thrive. So um, my encouragement is just get off your duff, folks. Get out there. Get involved some way, somehow politically in your own community and make a difference. We need to do it locally. I 1,000% agree with you. We also need to hold the moral high ground, folks. If people want you to do radical things, if people want you to do, you know, don't don't fall for that. We can use the system. We can use the checks and balances against them. The system is designed to be self-healing with an active moral religious population. Okay? We can accomplish this if we obey the principles. If we first need to, to listen to others, we need to first gain understanding before seeking to be understood. If you start with the how to win friends and influence people mentality, you start with the idea that I want to listen and understand before I push to be understood. If you work locally with your groups, if you avoid the extremes, uh, you hold the moral high ground, you work within the system. Look, the system is designed to self-heal. You say, well, Sam, why isn't it happening? Because there's not enough of us that are working on the same uh, within the uh, system solutions. There are ways to restore the republic. They're called checks and balances. The problem is the checks and balances have been failing. People should have pushed back a long time ago about Speaker of the House. Uh, more so, not just now. People need to push back harder against the spending bills, not cave. People need to push back locally to get the federal government out of your lives. Each state that's being violated right now by the post office should sue the post office, number one, and should simply nullify now and say, you know what? We are going to have to start to inspect the products coming into our state via the mail if you do that. And we can't have this illegal activity happening in our states via the federal government. We can call a halt to the con game with the checks and balances, folks. But you got to get involved. And when you do, wonderful things happen. Mary, thank you so much. Thank you, Sam. And uh, God bless you. And we'll talk to you next month. Mary Toko, ladies and gentlemen. You want to learn more about our incredible vaccine research and education, marytoko.com. And we'll get back to a lot more of what she focuses on. We're going to be working with her and the CSPOA uh, a lot more because she's got some initiatives that are going to be incredible to get to your sheriff as well that we'll be working on over the next several months. Thank you so much to all of you. I declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.